Bitcoin. Dogecoin. Karen took the children and half of my Dogecoins. I'm fucking fuming. Alexa, can I buy a girlfriend with BitConnect? Dogecoin. Someone please help me understand what the fuck is Bitcoin. Hello and welcome to What the Fuck is Bitcoin. I'm your host Russell Wilson and today I'm joined with my co-host Big Bertie Saad. Where's he at? I'm here, I'm here right here. Yeah. He's sitting in the corner. Good boy, good boy. Uh, and this week we're talking about uh, all things Bitcoin and also blockchain technology. So last week obviously, you know, for all your newbies went straight to Doge just to sort of announce the warnings because I've seen a lot of people out there making huge losses by investing in pretty much a meme currency. But now we're talking about the father, the king of all cryptos, which is all things Bitcoin. So this should be a good one this week. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to go through uh, my uh, from some questions from my internet friend, Mr. Roberto Sard. Uh, and he's going to talk me through all the noob questions that people need to ask. And I'm going to try and give my best answer to them. Hand over to you, mate. Right, thanks, man. You know, I was um, a bit upset about Dogecoin. So I think that talking about something different besides from Dogecoin is probably a good idea today. Um, <laughs> Bitcoin has definitely been in the news um, and it has definitely taken a, a turn for the worst for a short while at least. Um, but I figure that since we are a podcast about, um, you know, tiled after Bitcoin, something. we're about cryptocurrency. We need to talk about <laughs> Bitcoin at some point. Yeah, we do, mate. Uh, Bitcoin's, a bit... Bitcoin's the thing that, you know, most people join the game for. So it's uh, definitely something we should talk about. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to rifle off some questions which we've been um, preparing and thinking about, which might educate you guys. Um, so the first one that um, we felt should be asked and which a lot of people might be thinking about is um, what's made Bitcoin so big? Um, why is it so um, big and why does it stand out from all the other um, <laughs> dozens of Bitcoin uh, relatives and other cryptocurrencies? What actually makes it so special? It's just physically huge, like it is massive. I mean, actually, the size of Bitcoin. If you if you're talking like if you want to get into your nerdy sort of computer side, I think it's actually something like only 250 bytes um, in size in actual data. So it's very small uh, for such a massive. You think 250 bytes of some kind of thing on someone's hard drive somewhere equates to sort of around well, at its peak around sixty thousand dollars. It's pretty insane. But yeah, sort of the real reason that uh, Bitcoin is so big is because it was basically the first. You know, it was the first one on uh, that sort of came out and set the set the uh, world stage really for other coins that followed, which are now become called alt altcoins. So pretty much any other crypto out there is comes under the bracket of altcoin, which is literally just meaning alternative coin to uh, Bitcoin. Uh, but yeah, Bitcoin did it first. Um, in terms of you know where it stands now, uh, as having much uh, you know having as much value based off its sort of uh, fundamentals and sort of the technical ability of, of the coin, uh, maybe it doesn't have actually as much value as it's hyped up to be compared to other things like uh, you know decentralized finance coins like uh, XRP, uh, Ethereum with its smart contract system, which again is a quite very efficient and allows for a lot of um, adaptability to its blockchain technology. Well, obviously it doesn't formally have a blockchain technology, but smart contracts um, technology um, has a lot of um, expandability um, and adaptability over uh, Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is just so big because it was done first and it does have a lot of merit. 
looking at things like you know lots of new places uh, starting to opt to accept Bitcoin. I mean, obviously Tesla being the, the lead, uh, Mr. Elon saying that you know he's going to accept uh, Bitcoin as a payment mechanism for you know his Tesla models. And if you look at uh, I think there's a, a site called Crypto.com um, where you can now do uh, if you look at lots of e-commerce sites etc um, you can look to pay through crypto.com uh, payment system uh, and a lot of the time that's going to be driven with bitcoin um, so that's pretty much where it stands now if it if it is the best like fundamentally maybe not um, there's a lot of other things that can do a lot better now um, but it's definitely got a lot of scope to grow um, and a lot of people a lot of sort of leading people in discussion you know so-called crypto experts are predicting it could go anywhere between 250,000 to a million pounds a million dollars a coin at some point in the future so hope that sort of uh, answers your questions unlike some of the other questions you've asked me in previous uh, recordings or sort of skip yeah, around and fair enough. Yeah, that's around why it's, 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 a, it's an established uh, cryptocurrency it was the first one exactly. uh, one of one of one of the first ones that just came and just kind of grew and grew um, yeah, that's now, it. I think, yeah, it's got, yeah, yeah, just to summarize, yeah, lots of, first one of its time, uh, it's got a lot of media attention because of that, because it was first, uh, it was first into public domain, uh, and that's why, it's, you know, it does have, it does hold a lot of value, and it's got a lot of potential to do well, but that's why it's kind of leading, when I think personally there's other uh, crypto assets out there, which potentially have a lot more um, place and, and use uh, for people like us in everyday life, so. Fair enough. Well, the thing is, it's been around for quite a long time, a couple of years now. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have probably felt like they've missed out on their um, opportunity to invest in Bitcoin. And my next question is um, whether it is still a worthwhile coin to invest in or whether it is a better choice to invest in some of these altcoins now. Um, I mean, uh, what's good to invest in, again, is completely subjective. and. Obviously, uh, this is my own opinion again, so obviously I just want to offer a disclaimer here. Um, so obviously this isn't constituting any form uh, investment advice. This is my own personal opinion uh, that I want to share with Bertie uh, in terms of what I think holds value and what doesn't hold value. Um, this is just purely to educate you. It's not to inform or to uh, guide you in any uh, investment decisions or financial decisions. Just use and heed my words with, as a little form of advice and hopefully you take away, reflect on it and you can make your own informed decisions. Um, so yeah, so uh, <clears throat> is there is there other cryptocurrencies that you should probably invest in as opposed to Bitcoin? Yes, uh, from my perspective, obviously, you, from my perspective, uh, you know, why altcoins run the risk of uh, you know suffering a lot from uh, volatility, whereas opposed to Bitcoin, where there's a lot of people now sort of engaging with Bitcoin. Um, to, you know there's there's a lot more place for it like i said before like crypto.com offering places where you can just you know go to your checkout you can go to your shopping basket on an e-commerce site and pay through bitcoin obviously test them out and ability to pay bitcoin i think hopefully that's gonna in the in the future reduce a lot of volatility for bitcoin so it'll stay a little bit more steady um but in terms of maximum growth objects uh there's you know there's a hell of a lot more money i think to make with altcoins that sort of haven't reached the past yet but what they're going to be doing is where there's inefficiencies in um Bitcoin for things like um, you know the, the way that bitcoins are processed on the blockchain obviously it's it's, it's completely uh, it's completely new uh, and sort of innovative in its in, in its way that it, it could be used as a financial product uh, blockchain 
uh, but there's a lot of other coins like Ethereum, which are a lot more maintainable and have a lot more scope to adapt. Um, and you know they're they're going to be a lot more they're going to be a lot more uh, profitable, I believe, in the long term for for the actual value as a, as a as a technical piece of uh, like wizardry, really, as opposed to Bitcoin. It's going to be outdated a little bit. Um, but saying that, there's you know there's a lot of um, there's a lot of scope for Bitcoin to grow, really. Um, the main the main real reason that people think that you know it's not not never too late to invest in Bitcoin is if you look at um, where people think Bitcoin's going to go, they consider it somewhere it, as, as as a form of like, as a form of asset similar to gold. Um, so obviously, gold being a scarce resource, and if you look at a lot of other um, precious metals, etc., there's obviously a finite amount of uh, of them available. Um, and as they slowly deplete, um, the, the the value uh, of them increases because demand remains stable for them. So obviously, going back to natural economics. Uh, they increase when supply decreases and demand stays constant or increases. And so you see things like gold um, increase a lot. It was increased a lot, especially back in, uh, especially back when we had the you know initial outbreak of coronavirus. Gold markets were pumping a lot. You saw previous, uh, you saw previous highs beaten drastically um, because basically when there's a when there's a downturn in the market, people move to gold, which they which is a lot more reliable as a, as, a, as a form of holding value as opposed to stocks and shares, which are liable to take massive uh, downturns in uh, loss of profits, loss of earnings. Uh, and uh, people are considering Bitcoin to be exactly the same as that. There's a finite amount of Bitcoin that will ever be in circulation. Once that's all done, there will still be Bitcoin transactions available um, uh, because uh, there's still an incentive mechanism for miners to process transactions uh, in the on the Bitcoin blockchain, even when there's no um, classical way to mine uh, Bitcoin from blocks. Um, so that process will still continue and hopefully People feel like once the supply is gone, uh, Bitcoin will hold its value uh, and it would only increase much like gold. Um, and if you look at the way that the market capitalization is doing, uh, you know, economists recommend or suggest that something, the, the, the market capitalization uh, potentially of gold with, you know, I believe it's around all the all the gold in existence in the current market would something be around uh, around about 10 trillion uh, US dollars um, and Bitcoins slowly making its way up to that sort of 10 trillion marks sitting around 1 trillion at the moment so it definitely has the potential to grow to that point um, I don't know what that would be I reckon that would probably be uh, off the top of my head maybe uh, well well, I suppose if Bitcoin sitting out that would be like $600,000 uh, a coin uh, if it sort of gets to that near mark based off the assumption that Bitcoin's was sitting around $60,000 and I think that was about the 1 trillion mark so if you look at that, that's probably the potential it's got to go if it's to reach that gold mark. But I think it could do that. I think it could be the future. It's, it's, it's a lot more efficient than holding classical uh, classical currencies like paper currencies or, um, you know, other other uh, forms of credit, etc. So, you know, and if you think of gold, like obviously you have to, that gold has to be sort, stored somewhere. You know, I, I think that Bitcoin is a lot more efficient, a lot more better for the environment and, you know, as we move, if we as we move through into to a more advanced world, I think we can definitely see Bitcoin becoming a new gold. So yes, it's it is, is, is a good is a good investment. Fair enough. Yeah, it just, just sounds like Bitcoin is um is that sort of coin that you want to invest in if you happen to have a lot of money and you just want your assets to grow gradually <clears throat> within that. Um, but then if you're willing to take a bit of a risk, then it's going to yeah. be all of these altcoins that you're going to be kind yeah. of um, trying your try basically trying your luck with yeah as it is really 
because yeah. I think Bitcoin Bitcoin's value seems far more grounded, and uh, mm. yeah, anything else um, is has somewhat almost tenuous value. Yeah, I think um, I think the thing is like altcoins as well is you you need you need to be more of a involved trader with altcoins because they're lo- much like tech stocks. So tech stock classically uh, are very you know more vun- uh, volatile than uh, you know other sort of boring stocks because they're sort of like hyped up massively they have a massive uh, growth point and then suddenly they drop um, because maybe people don't see the value or tech naturally you know is exponentially growing each year so you look at the, the way we've come along with technical uh, technological advances like every every couple of years now we're just you know exponentially growing from what we previously had and so you know before maybe it takes 10 years to move on from one you know previously good standard of tech to the next one which just makes the uh the other previous tech outdated or irrelevant now we're seeing a faster uh, faster amount of uh, growth for that so so with uh, for example um these other you know these other altcoins potentially you know why they don't have the name of bitcoin they may suffer from a similar issue however that does not mean that they won't be a, an extremely valuable asset to hold uh, there's a lot of altcoins that I really enjoy. CTXC is a really good one um, that looks at um, looks at algorithms and applying that to different blockchains. Uh, again, that's completely uh, completely new uh, form of innovation that other other companies haven't thought of. Does that mean that it can't be replicated by another company? No, but there's definitely potential for it, and that's why it's got a really good chance to grow. And it's an undervalued asset. So um, I'd say if, if you're considering as small of an involved trader altcoins potentially you want to consider and then you need to look about strategies to, to get into altcoins and understand you know you know how they move why they have value etc but if you're looking for more of a laid-back sort of like put your money in sit there for 20 years without too much checking around then you probably want to hold it in bitcoin which is a bit more like an asset like gold and if you look classically at gold i believe from the period sort of like of 1990 um it was it was uh looking at maybe from that period there, it was sort of averaging around 20% a year. If you look at the, the peaks versus the troughs, if you consistently held it and not sold it, then that's the kind of uh, the kind of uh, interest you can get. Which if you look at um, other sort of like um, investment vehicles, like certain funds, you know, to find a really good fund, like a really good fund, you wouldn't normally consistent, consistently make 20%, but if you did find one, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of hitting that, but that's, that's very rare usually. So they can be between five to 15 percent really good ones so you know any if you look at any of those then usually you can look at crypto or, or gold or the other commodities as, as a lot more investment vehicle but this is the crypto show so yeah i think bitcoin will replace gold at some point and i think um it's, it's, a, it's a really good asset to hold in the long term it's interesting and i just wonder where gold is going to go after this you know in uh, in 20 in 20 years time or something mm. like that Exactly, exactly. I mean, obviously, you've got to have you know massive reserves to store it, etc. And that all, that's all the use of space, etc. Uh, when you look at Bitcoin, you can start to store it in a hard drive. I think the whole blockchain system is around 15,000 megabits. Um, so, you know, if you, <laughs> how much would that take to store and be safe compared to gold? You know, if you look at, if you look at the actual physical... You know, I don't know what the size of a gold bar is, etc. But if you look at all of that in circulation, I think I think at one point, just top, it could be completely random, could be making it up. I feel like if all the gold in existence from somewhere I heard it was 
if it was all mined and put into one place, it would take the equivalent part of about seven football fields. I could be completely wrong. Uh, mm. I could have just ma- mag- magic that thing completely out of my head. But you know, <laughs> if, you, if you consider that as a as an alternative, then you can see why it's, it's, it's a lot more efficient um, to have uh, cryptos. A lot, a lot, a lot coming down also to its um, safety as, a, as an alternative to gold, which could you know can be stolen and it has been quite frequently through history. So. Interesting. But uh, I also, uh, is it also a thing that, because um, I keep hearing news articles about uh, crypto being uh, lost just as easily as physical oh. money? Oh, yeah. Is this the guy, um, the guy that lost his, uh, his uh, cold storage um, hard drive in, in a dump somewhere? And it had, and it well, had yeah. about 250 million uh, pounds or dollars worth of uh, Bitcoin. That's right, because this segue is actually quite neatly into what we want to talk about um, now, which is the entire kind of root of all of these cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And that is what you've been hearing a lot of, which is blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wonder, wh- where do you even start to explain what is the first thing that you should talk about? Should you talk about how is Bitcoin made? How is it stored? Um, yeah. Or, or what is the actual software yeah. that goes behind I think, what is called blockchain? Yeah, I think um, basically not going too technical into it really and just sort of given sort of an overarching view. Um, pretty much Bitcoin is blockchain, yeah. So um, obviously there's different blockchains with different coins, but the blockchain that governs how you receive Bitcoin, basically how it works, is just think of it is there's a, there's a lot of connected nodes and nodes being computers all over the world and what happens is whenever whenever there is a, um, a transaction of a cryptocurrency um, basically these nodes gather these uh, transactions together and they form a block and basically to uh, enable the completion of this block they are set this um, like computer just think of it as a computer it's just a computer algorithm it's just this puzzle that they need to solve um, and basically, the uh, the way they solve it is by chucking as much uh, computational power at that thing. Um, so, like computer power. So you see um, these miners set up with loads of uh, graphics cards in these things they called rigs, uh, which is basically uh, the you know the power of the, the graphics card uh, is basically interpreted to a thing called a hashing rate. And these hashing rates are set around the like these are then set. Um, to the task of solving a computer-generated algorithm from the blockchain, and once they once the, this is solved, um, basically the block is complete, uh, and uh, the, the all the computers involved. If you're in a pool, um, of basically this is basically the shared power of all these computers solving this algorithm. You receive um, a reward, which is a bitcoin, um, and the bitcoin is then distributed across across this block. Alternatively, if you're not in a pool and uh, you're just trying to solve it through your computer, you have a low likelihood of solving it because there's all these other computers competing to solve this uh, computer uh, computer algorithm. If you do solve it on your own, though, you, you then again you're rewarded for a completion of this block with a Bitcoin, which you get for yourself. And basically, these computer vision algorithms get a lot more uh, difficult. Um, there's a steep um, there's a steep uh, difficulty increase um, as more Bitcoins are mined to reduce. The, the ability for like mass uh, amounts of Bitcoin to uh, just be let into circulation. So I think that's why you've seen um, bit more, uh, Bitcoin a bit more controlled in terms of, well, a bit more controlled 
in its descent compared to other crypto assets because you can account a little bit more for the ability um, for of uh, Bitcoin to then flood the market with random coins because obviously there's there's and there's a uh, there's an exponentially increasing in difficulty um, algorithm so you're not just going to have random times where there's suddenly a load of Bitcoin released. Um, that's why you, you can rely that Bitcoin is going to be a growing asset and you can see why Bitcoin's the first coin to obviously be the highest in market capitalization, but obviously be valued at around $60,000 uh, because you can account for that again because it's not owned by a company. It's just literally this, um, this algorithm being sold per blockchain. So that's pretty much how the blockchain works. Uh, and then obviously uh, these blocks, just to summarize again, are your transactions. So if you order a Bitcoin to, to move from this, miners are processing this. So basically what they're doing is they're verifying this transaction is legitimate. They basically rubber stamp this um, as a process. Uh, and then as a reward for that, um, they're, they're, given the, uh, they're given the Bitcoin because um, these, um, these processes are contained within this block. Um, and the, the, the reward for solving the block is, is the cryptocurrency. It's a it's quite a, it's quite a confusing uh, concept to to understand, um, but um, it, it it makes sense um, it makes sense to see why uh, Bitcoin will be able to be sustained um, even after um, the blockchain the blockchain ends because um, miners are simply rewarded um, for um, transactions on, on the network. So yeah, so it's it's quite it's quite a uh, genius concept really um, the ability to uh, offer uh, miners payment through a reward system because obviously one of the one of the things that you would worry about is you know lots of miners not wanting to initially be involved in such a system because there'd be no guarantee of value for, for the for the reward they're receiving but uh, the only way the systems work is because people believe that Bitcoin will um, be a store of value or increase in value and that's the only way we can guarantee guarantee that miners will continue to you know process these transactions etc because if the bitcoin was fundamentally worth nothing then there'd be no point in mining and then the whole system falls through and so that could be a question to you know why that might be the case in the future um, but i think it's highly unlikely there'll always be speculation that it's going to be worth a lot uh, considering its, its value as a, as, a, as a replacement to gold, um, that's so right. that's pretty much that's pretty much. I know it's kind of like a, it's quite convoluted an explanation, um, but if you do have any questions as well, please you know just give us an email. Um, you can find our email contacts on Spotify, or you can also find us on What the Fuck Is Bitcoin at SoundCloud as well. So if you've got any more que questions about blockchain or need clarity on endpoints, please just reach out, and we will probably give you an equally convoluted response. Um, because we like to bore people. Uh, I think it's quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's uh, I think it's a bit of a confusing one. So I think that what you're uh, saying is that, I mean, in essence, if no one, if people don't take anything else away, is that it's cl very closely tied to, um, and essentially is almost like a cash grab, and because there is a cap on the number of total bitcoins that will ever be produced yeah um, but we've just not reached that point yet it's just like a cash grab um, to see who can make and then own as many bitcoins as possible yeah um, so you, you might have heard those stories about those um almost those bitcoin farms in uh, china 
Yeah. And they, they've been set up there because coal power there is cheapest. Yeah. And uh, land is cheapest for warehouses and yeah. for servers. Yeah. And um, all that processing power is just dedicated to creating Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and my, my question is after that is naturally you'd imagine it takes up power to yeah. make Bitcoin just yeah. because of the processing power you need. Yeah. Um, but what happens to storing it? Um, yeah. Does that does that take power or is it just while Bitcoin is generated? Yeah. Because the issue is, is that um, I keep hearing also that um, there are environmental concerns about yeah. generating cryptocurrency with all this um, extra power consumption, um, yeah. which has really just spiked in the past few years. Um, it's quite a concern for um, various countries which um, have to concern themselves with yeah. how to maintain this up in um, energy consumption. Yeah, um, that's that's it, mate. Hundred percent. That's yeah. it. Is it is, is that, a is a massive massive issue. The the you know the the issue the environmental the issue of um, having um, Bitcoin mining um, because the thing is as well that this is only going to grow worse as an issue because why we are I believe we have something like sixteen million Bitcoin now in circulation that's been mined from the blockchain system um, and uh, basically there's there's a maximum upper limit of um, eighteen I think it's eighteen point six million uh, or between eighteen I know it's it's eighteen something. Um, <laughs> But obviously, like going back to the blockchain, so obviously people go in, they, they do their mine, etc. But obviously the blockchain, the, the difficulty level increases to um, in, enable, as I said before, uh, to, well, sorry, not to enable, but to stop the issue of having a flood of uh, Bitcoin um, onto the market. Um, because obviously, uh, again, if you had that, if you had that, then there's the worry that obviously Bitcoin would not hold its value because you wouldn't be able to account for a massive increase in supply it'd be extremely volatile again and you, and you wouldn't be able to guarantee that it'd be it'd be a really good store of, of value um so to account for that obviously they have the increase in difficulty in the algorithms to be solved and because of that um the demand the increase in demand to complete these algorithms requires more computational power from bigger uh, uh, from bigger and better computer setups so you know more graphics cards um more um, computer rigs um, basically this translates into an increase in computer hashing power available to the network to increase these more difficult tasks and obviously with that there's an increase in energy consumption so it is a, it is a massive issue um, and it's likely to increase in the future because of this difficulty uh, in um, this is this increase in difficulty in mining however uh, the actual storage of bitcoin isn't a, uh, a big issue like i said before i think it was about around 100 about 250 bytes um, for an actual uh, Bitcoin uh, in, in terms of hard drive and actually storing it isn't that difficult. You can get a lot of storage devices um, which literally fit into a USB that you just plug in. You've got your wallet saved onto your USB. You put it into your wallet, take it out, unplug your computer so it's completely detached from uh, the internet and uh, any other systems. And that's it. You can store it all on there. I mean, uh, the guy that lost 250 million pounds worth of Bitcoin had his all stored on an external hard drive. So, um, the uh, storage, the storage is not. <laughs> Jeez, sorry, uh, that, I think that, that that killed my ears, and I, and I, <laughs> I like to apologise <laughs> if that was very loud on anyone else's ears. Uh, oh we, my we, we like to be, we like to be involved. Um, we like to do things big. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> 
oh man that, that killed my ears okay cool uh, so uh, I, 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 yeah, I passed out when that turned on you know <laughs> i think i cried a little bit i got so scared i went blind, I went blind for two seconds there <laughs> I, thought that, I thought they were repossessing my laptop to sell for bitcoin um <laughs> but yeah man so yeah so uh in terms of storage not a big issue but um actually the 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 need and requirement to to mine it is a big issue um i don't know if they're I, again I'm, I'm not too uh inundated in terms of how they, they're attempting to correct this issue i don't believe it's a big issue uh like a big issue that people focus on at the moment where, where it should be a massive environmental concern um but again these this is where you want to turn to altcoins so the actual process of you know collecting these altcoins buying these altcoins again um as as we advance because uh, you know bitcoin itself is not a new technology you know it's been around for a good 20 years now um it, it's definitely not a new technology it's only come to light as you know it's, it's gained more publicity um but this is again where you get your altcoins coming which are new technologies using new uh languages for example rust being a big uh, programming language a very secure language and a simplistic language um to, to, to use um to improve efficiencies um these these are all going to be coming out and just basically making the way that you know the previous examples of cryptocurrency um just irrelevant uh, and just improving upon them and that's why a lot of people think ethereum um for its ability to be uh you know to be um adapted changed and improved um one issue they had at the moment is um uh, gas prices um basically which is the the, the, the uh, cost of uh, sending um, uh, sending ethereum over the uh, smart contract system um, is quite high um, but again the developers of ethereum been able to adapt it and, and change stuff to, to start aiming and bringing down uh, these gas costs so just where bitcoin you know doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem to be able to do that it's kind of like this is you know this is this is it it's locked down to, to free up, to free up the ability to uh, to to have it tampered with and and, and corrupted in form. Um, but obviously, yeah, that cost is you know the ability the, the inability to scale. So, yeah, I don't know how you've solved that issue. Um, I mean, obviously, hopefully we move to a world of renewable resources as we become more efficient. I think that's currently the direction anyway. Um, but once we become completely renewable again, it won't be too much of a problem. And, and therefore, it's likely to be a suitable um, store of value then, um, mm. because of that. But again, like after we've mined all the Bitcoin in um, circulation, there won't be as much um, computational power required to, to process these transaction fees. So once all the blocks are mined and people are rewarded with their Bitcoin, um, people won't be devoting all their time to, um, you know, and all their computer power, and you won't have this mass. Uh, amount of computers using super amounts of energy mining this this crypto because you won't be able to do it like that but anyway you'll be able to get paid through um through um you know um through uh mining for say in bitcoin it's just uh, processing these transactions um which mm -hmm. is, is a little bit different to uh the mining the block um so yeah so <clears throat> these are these are problems these are immediate problems how how immediate and how big an issue how big the severity will be in a, in a few years time the next 10 years who knows um it really depends on our ability to adapt um you know our infrastructure with uh, renewables to to accommodate this but we'll see we'll see
Yeah. Well, this brings us to like the question of whether um, people at home can do it. Um, can you? Firstly, um, it should be noted that even I know that if you're buying cryptocurrency, you should definitely try and store it somewhere if you have hard drives. Um, so you should definitely, whether it's external or on your computer, definitely um, store it somewhere and um, keep it safe. Um, yeah, because you cannot just um, rely on once you've purchased it um, to have it through an email link or however you've purchased it um, from a uh, vendor. Um, so yeah. you definitely need to store it up. Um, so then the, the, the question after that is, um, can people actually make their own um, uh, coins out of their, the power of their own computer? Can they actually mine stuff themselves? Or oh, okay, yeah. is it exclusive to some currencies? <laughs> uh, I know that some people are still uh, mining Doge, mm, as far as I'm aware. Um, but I don't know if Bitcoin is restricted now. Mm. Um, just because of its sheer value. Mm. I wonder if they're putting caps on stuff like that. Um, no, there's no limit. So basically, uh, how, basically, again, sort of reiterating what we were saying about earlier about mining. Anyone can mine. You know, you could turn your okay. crappy PC into a mining rig. Uh, it'd be a very okay. shit mining rig, but it would nevertheless be a mining rig. It'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like the Audi mining rig, but, you know, the Audi equivalent mining mm. rig. It might even be upgraded to a little mining rig, who knows? Um, but it very much will be a discounted version of uh, what, what you have available. Um, basically, yeah. uh, what will happen is you take your PC, uh, you can either you know, manually um, integrate into the, um, the blockchain and start like attempting to complete these algorithms, your PCs. So basically, all that involves is setting up, a, setting up some software, pressing play pretty much, and let, leaving your computer to do what it does. Um, basically what will determine your ability to complete these algorithms is literally your hashing rate so if you've got a really rubbish graphics card um, your hashing rate would be really bad uh, and basically an increase in hashing rate is what increases your likelihood to um, to achieve um, uh, a block but it's pretty much like the lottery yeah so you buy a, uh, you buy a ticket you could buy many tickets and statistically increase your likeness to to achieve um, the lottery win however this is again really unlikely and this is pretty much how uh, um, as is pretty much how mining works yeah so obviously if you've got a worse computer then obviously you, you pretty much buy one ticket for a lottery if we use an analogy but if you have a really good setup with massive amounts of uh, hashing rate um, then obviously you, you're buying like 20 30 lottery tickets yeah so increasing your chance to solve a block and to receive uh, Bitcoin uh, which also brings me around the point that, again, this isn't like when you look online and people think about buying um, uh, a rig and setting it up, because initially that's why I got really interested with Bitcoin and wanted to do that. And there's no guarantee um, that you're going to achieve or receive any cryptocurrency, uh, any Bitcoin. Yeah. Unless, unless you enter into it, unless you enter into a, uh, a mining pool. Yeah. So basically what a mining pool is, is, uh, is a group of, it's pretty much like a fund, yeah? So it's a group of computers uh, which um, share, collectively share their computer, um, their computer uh, hashing rate. Like they basically add it all together and then they set about um, then mining these algorithms, um, trying to complete them. If they do complete them, uh, a Bitcoin is shared, uh, uh, you know, as a, as a weighted amount to how much um, you've contributed in terms of um, 
by hashing rates. So obviously, if you've, got, if you've contributed a lot more hashing, you've got a bigger rig, then you'll get more of a Bitcoin. If you've contributed, like, you know, if you've got a potato PC like Bertie, and you basically, mm-hmm. like, add add your little equivalent, you're going to get a little bit of Bitcoin, yeah? And I don't know, and, and, and I personally haven't really sort of, apart, I initially looked at this because I was going to get, you know, I was looking online and you see things like, oh, you can make, like, well, you, you know, this is a this this hashing rate was statistically likely to get like a hundred two hundred pound a month or whatever. You know, if you buy this graphics card, you think, well, that's pretty much guaranteed. But that's not the case. You could just get really unlucky and earn absolutely zilch. Um, so, um, yeah, I haven't really looked too much more into it really. And to be honest, I prefer just buying the cryptos and just you know just investing. You know, there's there's a lot. I think there's a lot more money to be made from that than mining. Although. You know, change my mind on that. I think it's gonna be a lot of people who disagree with me. They're probably right, but that's my personal opinion, and that's what I choose to believe to do. And also, by buying it, uh, I'm not directly contributing to the increase in energy consumption, so I can, I can wear my vegan badge. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's what I worry about. Is uh, I mean, energy bills must be going mad, and it's good to know that. It's interesting to know that. You don't have to be a corporation to be um, mining bitcoins and stuff like that. No, mate. But uh, that's the only reason why the average household is not doing it, just because the um, cost to invest in it yeah, and man. the whole whole hardware and software issue is yeah, uh, is, is is enough to put most people off and enough yeah, to um, limit most people from me ever it. really. Um, yeah. starting to mine it which is and why also, investment is, yeah. is better i think like also the other thing is as well there's a lot of dodgy um resources out there in terms of setting up um you know entering into a pool like how dodgy is the pool is there the chance of you losing your crypto as well from mining it because you'd hate to be mining for a year with the massive amount of electricity costs it's going to cost you to then have uh, the ability for someone to just come in and steal some money or you haven't set up your rig correctly or you know you might accidentally be sharing some of your private keys etc um, it's just like for the average person, it's it's really too technical to even consider when you can make so much more. It's it's too much of a risk. I'd say you're definitely able. Like if I can even like come to the table about any issue of Bitcoin or crypto, then like wow, anyone can sort of be involved in crypto at any point or any stage. I think it's just like you know if you look at a risk versus reward kind of thing, it's pretty easy just to you know go and buy um, some coin off an exchange, uh, like a good exchange. And then um, obviously just trade like that rather than get involved in mining. Because obviously there's a capital cost as well to buying your hardware as well if you're going to set up a proper mining rig where you can literally just buy 50 pounds worth of Bitcoin and if you lose it all, that's it. You lost your 50 quid. You haven't happened to waste that, you know, three grand set up or whatever you bought. That's right. Yeah, almost more almost more like um, buying a share for a company instead of starting your own business. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Mate. Exactly that, exactly that. Well, I mean, where's does the risk really lie? It's all on you. Exactly, risk is subjective. People, again, like people can disagree or agree, etc. But it's it's down to the person, it's down to the individual, and that that's pretty much my say on it. That's right. So yeah, so no, interesting. I, I will never try myself. <laughs> I will. Um, I, I do actually need to store what little um, Doge's I do have. <laughs> little I've like, Doge's. I've got like I've got like two hundred odd. Which I need to put in a in a hard drive or something, Jeez, um, but just and just leave them to sit. Yeah, I don't you, even know if those will go back up. Yeah, you can. Um, you, you can uh, obviously like uh, I'm assuming you bought your you obviously you bought your Doge for a trading platform. So obviously you've got a yeah. wallet maintained on the trading platform. Obviously 
I'd say a safer alternative to having your uh, wallet on a trading platform is to get um, a, form, a wallet on a form of cold storage. Now, cold storage, again, like I was saying earlier, is, uh, for example, the USB uh, I was suggesting earlier, is something that you can basically unplug from your PC, unplug from the internet. It's not connected to anything, so you don't run the risk of having any sort of, like, you know, um, have any sort of issue with, you know, theft, etc. Um, it'll just be unplugged, it's sat to one side, and then when that big payday comes, when, you know, Doge goes to a million pounds, obviously I don't think it's going to do that, but if some people might say otherwise, uh, I, I highly doubt that's going to be the case, but it's just a funny example. Say so if it did, you can just plug your uh, cold storage uh, device back into the USB, upload your coin to your trading platform, and sell that, sell that fucker, and make that big yeah. Doge boy money. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, the question is whether um, even a, a decent quality pen drive is secure enough because whenever, uh, I mean, I, I used to take photos and stuff and would transfer photos from my um, camera to my computer and then from yeah. my computer to my phone and other computers using yeah. a pen drive. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've lost a lot of stuff in translation from yeah. one to another through corrupted yeah. files. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon that, that, that cryptocurrency files might actually get corrupted if you have a shoddy form of storage? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's a risk, you know, but um, yeah. I think you've got to be uh, careful. That's a risk, but like how much is it a risk compared to the loss, the more likelihood of loss from uh, an exchange hack or something like that? There, there exactly. is definitely there is definitely those issues, but no no business as well. If you look at if you look at the, the amount of uh, data privacy breaches etc. that many other businesses have, especially massive banking corporations, nothing is safe anymore. These criminal cyber crime is a, is a massive issue. Phishing attacks, ransomware etc. Big issues. Um, so I won't I won't go into and dispute you know which is a safe alternative to each because equally yeah, I think even even you know even if you're like oh you know crypto is dangerous etc i think you can honestly say that nothing is safe anymore with uh, the amount of cybercrime that you experience through data protection leaks etc even all these cold calls that you may get from time to time just uh, ways that at one point have managed to get your uh, contact details from somewhere your email your phone etc it's a big issue but um cryptocurrencies i think again it's like versing the risk versus reward um it's definitely worth investing in cold storage especially when a lot of these companies have made these very robust. So it's very unlikely that you're going to experience corruption issues um, through through their, from their software um, installed already on the USB device as it has uh, a lot of fail safe. Um, and I think also a lot of these things with the fail safe, even if you do corrupt it, there's a, there's like a reserved storage area within the, the device. So you can then obviously go back to the company and, and get extracted to a new device. So I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue um, in regards to that. No, fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about that because uh, I happen to actually have something quite good for it, which is a, a one terabyte external um, yeah. m a memory bank, if you like. Yeah, mate. Um, it's about the size of a book. And uh, I mean, it's pretty heavy, but it's probably as safe as I can make any cryptocurrency yeah. that I'll buy with yeah. its own little case and stuff. And it can be hidden yeah. away somewhere nice. I mean, obviously, you can you can download and start creating your own cold uh, wallet, cold storage wallet. But there's already companies out there uh, there's a, that have already like literally go to Amazon, uh, look for a cold wallet uh, wallet storage device. Uh, it's like a USB uh, pen drive, like Bert was saying, uh, and you literally just buy it, plug it in, and go. So you don't even have to worry about 
you know, setting up something incorrectly if you're not IT people. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's made completely available to you. Like most things in life these days, in this modern 21st century, everything's so easy to do because someone's already done it for you. Um, so uh, right. this, is, this is a prime example. You just just go on there, plug it in, you're all good to go, mate. So, that's I mean, right. that's what I'd advise. I've been around, I, I got one as well at one point. Uh, well, quite a few actually. Uh, but when I first when I first got one, I think I got mine for about 40 quid from Amazon. So mm. you, you, yeah. you, you can't, you can't exclude that really. Yeah. It's useful for other stuff as well, to be honest. Yeah, you but, know, uh, put, put, yeah. Your, put your Word document on or your Excel sheet, you know, just, just why not? <laughs> store your memes. Store your memes, store your PowerPoint about why crypto is so good. Store, store your full series of uh, What The Fuck Is Bitcoin on there. Stream straight from uh, Spotify and also from uh, SoundCloud. Maybe store it on there a few times because you love it that much. Sounds good. Sounds oh, good to gosh. me. I don't know about that, but yeah, um, but yeah I think no. that that probably con- uh, probably concludes as much as we can tell people about Bitcoin in this place and time. I think that we probably want to roll out news and stuff in future as as all this stuff yeah, changes man. and develops. You know, I mean, the world the um, world's changing now, especially with the crypto industry. Like, it's, everything's everything's going. There's a lot of things going. Uh, Maybe at one point in this couple of weeks, we're going to talk about Shibo Ibu or whatever it's called, which is the alternative to uh, Dogecoin, which again is a terrible meme coin that has no value whatsoever. So please watch out for it. However, that doesn't guarantee that it's not going to rise in value with massive amounts. So I'd like to have a discussion about that maybe next time. And also, I yes. think uh, yeah. I think you had your eyes on Bitcoin as well at one point, which is. Uh, oh, I mean, what do you know about Bitcoin. that? Oh, government makes me sick, you know, because two weeks ago I saw an article saying oh hmrc and the government we're not interested we're not interested in cryptocurrencies we're going to keep our hands out of it and then uh about like then uh maybe like five days ago they were like oh we're gonna start making our own cryptocurrency and we're gonna be the new financial center again yeah, get, I mean, yeah. britain's getting dreams again of being uh, imperial britain you know britain. It's, it's, it's gonna terror it's gonna terrorize the world again boris is gonna buy a fleet of fleet of like uh <laughs> fleet of old battleships and just take Honestly. them on plant, some, plant one in Dagnum somewhere just for fans oh gosh don't even, even laugh I think the government's going to ruin Bitcoin for us you know it's gonna, they're going to ruin they're going to somehow find a way to tax I cryptocurrency think, and I stuff, think every, you know, you know, they're, they're, you know everyone's scared about something they don't understand but you know the world's become you know it's been proved to the people that manage our monetary policy that um, you know the, 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 the popular view of bitcoin and cryptos uh, and also the efficiency of cryptos as opposed to holding massive reserves of different currencies and having them all centrally managed uh, it, it, you know it would be good if we could have a centrally managed crypto because uh, you know the efficiency improvements that we do have over the need to store all these reserve uh, reserve items it just makes sense from definitely from an environmental perspective uh, and also if they can manage that to a certain degree it does help help enable some stability in, 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 a, in a crypto asset, uh, which might turn people off because a lot of people obviously will come to crypto because they want the massive gains that they believe they can achieve from the high volatility. So we'll see how well it works as a currency, but it definitely could be a replacement for, for uh, I don't know what period of time, but it definitely could be a replacement for uh, the pound. Uh, and uh, obviously America could do the same with the dollar at some point, which would be really interesting to see. And, I love to see that because it just paves the way for efficiency improvements and 
just hopefully, uh, you know, helps me serve the, the earth a little bit longer. Not to go mm. too deep into it. <laughs> no, I just don't want it to be called Bitcoin, you know. Bitcoin. I just. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't want to pay for anything with it. It's too cringeworthy. <laughs> Your scratch cards. Bitcoin. I just couldn't live with myself. I could not live with myself paying for anything with it. I think they should call it Boris Coin. Can you imagine that? Boris Coin. That's better still. Like, <laughs> you, I mean, there's, there's like, I feel like there's a hundred percent chance of getting beaten up if you go to a corner shop <laughs> uh, and you spend Bitcoin on a Freddo. Yeah, there's no chance. I just want that. That would be five Borises, please. Yeah, mate. I, I literally, that would be amazing to hear. I want to hear it. I, I hope. <laughs> I hope that is the case. Still better than uh, still better than Bitcoin. I think that's a better idea than Bitcoin. Yeah, definitely something we need to look into. Yeah, definitely yeah. a good point. But yeah, guys, if you if you uh, guys and girls, if you have any sort of uh, points of interest, if you have got any cryptocurrencies you want to discuss, um, if you have got any views, if you have got any disagreements, if you have got any, if you just want to talk about life, uh, drop us an email. Uh, uh, what the fuck is Bitcoin on Spotify? And what the fuck is Bitcoin at SoundCloud? And we will Hate definitely mail. not get back to you. Um, Hate mail, please. Yeah. Yes, yeah, please direct that to Bertie, uh, Roberto Sard. Um, please make sure that you send him as much as you can because um, I don't send him enough. So I really appreciate that. It saved, my, it saved me some hassle. Um, but uh, on that note, I think that's probably, uh, that's probably us out. Um, and uh, hopefully we look forward to catching you uh, next week uh, when we talk about Bitcoin. See you later. Peace out. Bitcoin. Still just one. Karen took the children and half of my doge coins I'm fucking fuming. Alexa, can I buy a girlfriend with BitConnect? Someone please help me understand what the fuck.